It's One Storytime, a podcast for kids of all ages who want to become investigators of God's Word, the one story of redemption in Jesus Christ. In each episode, we will learn an amazing Word of the Week, investigate a challenging question about God and His world, or to discover how to apply a Bible story to our lives. So let's get started. Here's our host, Dr. John Kwasny, but you can just call him Doc. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining me again on One Story Time. Are you someone who is dependable? Can people trust you to do what you say you are going to do? Can they depend on you? Now, maybe you are too young for your parents or any adults to depend on you. But what about brothers or sisters or friends? Are you becoming someone people can depend on? Being a dependable person is a very important quality of a Christian. People need others to depend on. We need each other, especially in difficult times. I'm guessing you're able to depend on your parents. Maybe not for everything in your life, but for most things. Old Doc was blessed to have Christian parents as a child. They were very dependable, except in one major area. They were late for just about everything. I was that child who was picked up last at school. We were often late for church. It was very frustrating. I was so happy when I was old enough to drive, so I didn't have to depend on them to be on time to things. Even today, I'm usually way early just to avoid the embarrassment of being late. Dependability is a big deal because we are all dependent on someone else, and someone will be dependent on you as well. So my first encouragement for you today is to become a dependable person. Yet you will never be perfectly dependable, just like my parents weren't. But there is one who you can always depend on. Which leads us to our Bible lesson today. If you want to read along, turn in your Bible to Judges chapter 7. The Old Testament book of Judges tells the stories of the judges of Israel, people who God raised up to deliver his people from their enemies and lead them as well. In Judges chapter 6, we are introduced to a man named Gideon. The Lord called this mighty man of valor to deliver the Israelites from the Midianites. The Midianites had been terrorizing God's people for years. So Gideon prepared to fight this powerful army. We pick up the story in Judges 7, verse 1. Then Jerubbaal, that is, Gideon, and all the people who were with him rose early and encamped beside the spring of Herod. And the camp of Midian was north of them, by the hill of Marah in the valley. The Lord said to Gideon, The people with you are too many for me to give the Midianites into their hand, lest Israel boast over me, saying, My own hand has saved me. Like a good commander of an army, Gideon gathered as many soldiers as he could to fight against the Midianites. The more soldiers, the better chance you will win the victory, right? But God told Gideon that he is bringing too many soldiers with him. Why is this a problem? Did you hear what God said? If the mighty Israelite army with all those soldiers actually defeated the powerful Midianite army, they would take the credit for themselves. They would boast about how great they were. 
they would think they saved Israel all on their own. Isn't that tempting for you and me too? When we humans are successful at anything, we think it's because we are stronger or smarter or have worked harder than the other person or team. Have you ever boasted in your victories? Why didn't God want Gideon and his army to boast in themselves? Because God deserves all the glory for any victory in our lives. Let's read more of the story. Now therefore proclaim in the ears of the people, saying, Whoever is fearful and trembling, let him return home and hurry away from Mount Gilead. Then 22,000 of the people returned, and 10,000 remained. So let's do the math. Gideon's army must have started out with 32,000 soldiers. That's a lot of soldiers. After sending all the fearful soldiers back home, how many were left? 10,000 brave soldiers. Certainly Gideon needed that many men to defeat the very dangerous Midianites. Well, let's read on. And the Lord said to Gideon, The people are still too many. Take them down to the water, and I will test them for you there. And any one of whom I say to you, This one shall go with you, shall go with you. And any one of whom I say to you, This one shall not go with you, shall not go. So he brought the people down to the water. And the Lord said to Gideon, Everyone who laps the water with his tongue as a dog laps, you shall set by himself. Likewise, everyone who kneels down to drink. Well, this was an interesting test from the Lord. The soldiers were divided by those who lapped water at the river like a dog versus those who knelt to drink like a human. What made these soldiers different from one another really doesn't matter. It was God's way of reducing the number of soldiers even more. But how much more? Let's see. And the number of those who lapped, putting their hands to their mouths, was 300 men. But all the rest of the people knelt down to drink water. And the Lord said to Gideon, With the 300 men who lapped, I will save you and give the Midianites into your hand, and let all the others go every man to his home. So the people took provisions in their hands and their trumpets, and he sent all the rest of Israel, every man to his tent, but retained the 300 men. Wow, I don't know about you, but I didn't see that coming. From 10,000 soldiers to only 300 soldiers? 300? How in the world would they be able to defeat Midian? These water lappers weren't superheroes, that's for sure. There is no doubt that they had to depend on the Lord. Let's read what happened. And the camp of Midian was below him in the valley. That same night the Lord said to him, Arise, go down against the camp, for I have given it into your hand. But if you are afraid to go down, go down to the camp with Pura, your servant, and you shall hear what they say, and afterward your hand shall be strengthened to go down against the camp. Then Gideon went with Pura, his servant, to the outposts of the armed men who were in the camp. And the Midianites and the Amalekites and all the people of the east lay along the valley like locusts in abundance. And their camels were without number, as the sand that is on the seashore in abundance. 
When Gideon came, behold, a man was telling a dream to his comrade. And he said, Behold, I dreamed a dream, and behold, a cake of barley bread tumbled into the camp of Midian and came to the tent and struck it so that it fell and turned it upside down, so that the tent lay flat. And his comrade answered, This is no other than the sword of Gideon, the son of Joash, a man of Israel. God has given into his hand Midian and all the camp. As soon as Gideon heard the telling of the dream and its interpretation, he worshipped. First of all, don't miss the description of the Midianite and Amalekite armies. They were like locusts, like sand of the seashore, with camels that couldn't be counted. That had to be way more than 300 soldiers. Maybe they had 300,000 soldiers or more. So God knew that Gideon would be afraid he couldn't defeat that big army. But God already told him he was delivering them into Gideon's hand, right? Yet we have a loving and gracious God who calms all our fears. Gideon got to hear for himself how the Midianites were afraid of Gideon's great army. This calmed Gideon's fears, and he trusted God and worshipped him. Well, let's finish the story, and it is an amazing story. And Gideon returned to the camp of Israel and said, Arise, for the Lord has given the host of Midian into your hand. And he divided the 300 men into three companies and put trumpets in the hands of all of them and empty jars with torches inside the jars. And he said to them, Look at me and do likewise. When I come to the outskirts of the camp, do as I do. When I blow the trumpet, I and all who are with me, then blow the trumpets also on every side of all the camp and shout, For the Lord and for Gideon. So Gideon and the hundred men who were with him came to the outskirts of the camp at the beginning of the middle watch, and they had just set the watch. And they blew the trumpets and smashed the jars that were in their hands. Then the three companies blew the trumpets and broke the jars. They held in their left hands the torches and in their right hands the trumpets to blow. And they cried out, A sword for the Lord and for Gideon! Every man stood in his place around the camp and all the army ran. They cried out and fled. When they blew the three hundred trumpets, the Lord set every man's sword against his comrade and against all the army, and the army fled as far as Beth Shittah toward Zerah, as far as the borders of Abel Meholo by Tabath. What an amazingly great victory for Gideon and his army of 300 water lappers and trumpet blowers. But who gave Gideon the victory? God did. Do you think Gideon and his army took the credit and boasted about their victory? I don't think so. I hope Gideon and his men also learned a great lesson about dependence on God. He made them totally dependent on him. There was no way an army so small could ever beat an army so huge without the work of Almighty God. I also hope and pray that you will learn this lesson well throughout your life. It is way too easy just to depend on ourselves or even to look to others to depend on them. God is the only one whom you can always depend on. He will bring you through many situations that you cannot handle on your own, but he can. 
You can trust God to be at work, to protect you, and to deliver you. So ask God today to grow you in dependence on Him. Seek to depend on Him alone instead of yourself in all your situations of life. Thank you for investigating God's Word with us today. One Story Time is brought to you by One Story Ministries, provider of Christ-centered Bible curriculum for the church, home, and school. You can discover more about our resources for children, youth, and adults by visiting onestoryministries.org. Please share this podcast with your friends, family, and church so you can talk about it together. Until next time, keep learning, loving, and living out God's Word.